the biblical call to give an answer for those who inquire about the faith. We are always prepared to give a reason for the hope that is within us. This is your life. This is who you are. This changes the way you understand yourself as a human being and every other human being. It changes what you mean by justification and adoption and sanctification and glorification. And it changes what you mean by why we do what we do in gospel ministry and in righteous living. Everything is changed when we understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Jablani Mayberg. And I'm Isaac Pinto. We are associate pastors at Central Baptist Church. And welcome to our Theology Alive podcast, where we look to engage theology in the church carried out in the culture using a Christian worldview. Well, welcome once again to another installment of TAP, the Theology Alive podcast. Ah, great to be here with you guys today. And we are doing a completely different segment not done before but before that we must apologize to our listeners um, unfortunately we had so much happening in the last few weeks um, that we ha- we were actually supposed to release an episode mm. yesterday um, which was the 11th of October um, but this episode will tell you why uh, we were out at the Baptist Union Assembly um, and we actually have designated a whole episode yeah. to the happenings at the assembly. Yeah, so we called it Tap at the Assembly. Mm-hmm. and so Not on the streets. Not on the streets, at the assembly. At the assembly. Um, and so we we had a, a good time. Well, we'll talk more about it in a second. But one, one great thing about the assembly is that we get to connect with other pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, pastors more seasoned than us. Mm-hmm. Um, pastors who have been in the ministry longer have faced more things mm. and like-minded pastors not so li- <laughs> so much like-minded <laughs> um but uh yeah you we we get to chat and enjoy some some fellowship with them so we had the opportunity to go to different pastors at the assembly and just ask them what about excuse me which would be hard for any baptist mm. but we ask them what is the one thing not three mm. one one thing that God has taught you. I mean, you know, year. you know that pastors always want to preach, right? They, they, they just want <laughs> in season, out of season. They wanted the three points, not just one thing. Three points, expository <laughs> sermon. We said no. <laughs> one point on one thing that God has taught you this year. Um, and I'll be honest, man, I was really encouraged by the things that we heard. So we thought it would be really fruitful to play the clips for you. So please listen in and do enjoy. Uh, the biggest lesson I've learned in the past year is that I need to trust God in every situation. Even when it looks like he's let me go. I know that he hasn't. and We all know that he hasn't. Um, but there are times when you feel like he's, he's kind of uh, walked away. Um, and the, cir- the circumstances you find yourself in um, make you doubt a whole pile of things that are going on. Uh, it makes you doubt your understanding of, of Scripture, of, of God's goodness, and yet every time God has come through. And so in the past year, and even going beyond all the way back to the beginning of 2020, it's to trust in God and His process and His timing. Well, I had to learn how to use my gadgets better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was a learning curve. Um, I had to learn how to do a video, someone uh, as well, uh, preach to a camera, uh, which has no response or anything like that, which was a little bit tough. But yeah, that was a learning curve. I think one thing that I learned during this year with the pandemic is the faith of God, sustaining church through all these trials and tribulations. Um, so I've learned that. Thank you, Isaac, for this privilege. And sorry I'm so old, but it's lovely to be with you and to just celebrate at this time. And I think the thing that I, God's been teaching me in the last year is how to get on together as different cultures and different races and he's still teaching me that that's what i studied with my doctorate and how to apply that practically and so it's an ongoing lesson how to deal with our uh, 
it, sometimes prejudices that have been taught to us from when we were young and how to work through that. So this is the issue, uh, the book I'm reading at the moment is called The Black Swan, hmm. saying that unusual things bring out uh, unusual responses uh, and we all think that swans are all white, but uh, <laughs> suddenly we discover there's an unusual event, a black swan. When they came to Australia, they discovered there were black swans there. Sure. And so in the same way, we have an unusual year. COVID-19 has really emphasized how to, how to work. I, for instance, learned uh, how to do podcasts from one of our rural churches. We recorded on their cell phone, and I recorded the whole sermon, put it out there, and they helped me as an urban church uh, with their podcast material. So that's something I've learned. What have I enjoyed about the simile? Um, the necessity, on the heels of that, the necessity of all. I'm going to give a very generic answer. I think I've learned what a great sinner I am in ministry. Um, it's my second year now as an associate pastor, and yeah, the ministry has a way of revealing your flaws, your deep, deep flaws. And, yeah, I'm learning that, and I'm learning just how great Christ's grace is to sinners. As a senior pastor, to pray, mm. to pray. That's what God has taught me. Um, to pray and to listen to his voice because it actually came to the point where I threw my hands up in the air and said, Lord, I don't know. I don't know what the next step is. And all I could do was pray and ask for his direction and God came through and he said, listen, that's the big thing for me. Sure. I, I think that the, the biggest thing that um, I've learned and had to learn, and one of those things that I think we all have to learn along the way, but it's what it means to walk by faith. And I think that um, we have our plans, and, and that's not a bad thing. God is, um, uses our plans so often, but COVID really turned those upside down. And so my only advice to our elders and our staff and um, the, the church was really, we just got to, we just got to stay close to God and, and we got to stay close to following Him. And so I think that just learning and growing in that and, and seeking Him on an ongoing basis and really depending on Him um, through the COVID time was, was probably the massive blessing that I had to learn. That He is, He is in charge. Um, that He has the power to render our plans and our purposes um, has futile. COVID has taught us that. Um, that's, that's, that's what the Lord has taught me. I've learned the importance of the local church uh, and beyond just what happens on a Sunday, but really what happens with every single week, people's and how they engage with one another during the week, beyond the church service, beyond Bible study, the actual relationships are really important. Because when people get sick, when people die, when they need people to be reaching out to one another, they need people to be um, in their lives. That's when, that's when you need people actually And I've also realized that over the last year, um, because we first in that subscription, um, in terms of um, but sometimes it's people that you didn't know. Um, so this is the reversal of that
the reconnected by Jesus Christ himself. And, uh, and sometimes that gives us opportunities to love well, I've learned to love one day at a time. <laughs> True. Uh, I think the, the chaos created by COVID-19 mm. has taught one to live one year at a time. And as Paul says, as far as is possible, live at peace mm. with everyone. Because you're not, you don't know how long you're going to be here. And I think sure. the very fact that I'm sitting here sure. is a miracle. Sure. And I also had COVID-19, oh, wow. but not half as bad as some others had it. And I think what I learned is to value life and to value the new life that Jesus Christ gives us. Sure. And, and I would encourage people, value life. You know, live at peace because the great commandment says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might, with all your strength. And the second is like unto the first. Mm -hmm. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. And then one other thing I can tell you that I've learned. Mm -hmm. And I've been saying to people, let's not get divided on theological issues. Mm -hmm. Because when we appear before the Lord, He's going to ask us two questions. What have you done with the great commandment? And what have you done with the Great Commission? And those are the most important two questions for any believer. Whether you're a pastor, whether you're a, uh, a church worker or a church member, we're going to give an account to the Lord. What have we done with the Great Commandment? Which includes loving our neighbor as ourselves. And what have we done with the Great Commission? God bless you. That's my experience. Thank you. So that, yeah. Baptists being different in, the, in their views as far as uh, beliefs are concerned has been affirmed that yes, we, 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 we see the things differently. Mm. And today it has been reaffirmed again. <laughs> we are different. Yes, true. So if ever there is any view that thinks that at one stage we will have the same view, I, I think it's just, it's just a dream that we'll never be telling us. Sure. That's what I'm talking about. One of the difficulties we had with uh, the COVID. Mm. It was so difficult, mm. and uh, the difficulty is uh, ministering in a, in a church in an area which is so stricken by poverty. You know, there's so much need, mm. and uh, but what the, the the really thing which came out is uh, it, it exposed the hearts of the people who say they are Christians living in different places whereby some stood out to be strong mm. and some will become weak. Sure. You know, sure. uh, now we are busy working on this, helping the weak to come up mm. and strengthening the ones who are strong to continue to soldier up in the, in, the, in, the new, in the new life after COVID. Well, in the last year, because of the lockdown, um, I learned to do ministry in a different way. Um, I learned to, to be able to bring sermons to people that I want to them. And I learned to be talking to people so that I can, I can meander with them, I can move out with them. Because people have got a different, uh, different problems. Uh, yeah, to understand where the family is. Because some of the people where I am now, breadwinners lost jobs. So we started a program whereby we can help those people, but focusing mainly on the children. At least when they come to church, they come to church, they get one good meal and they can Sure. Such encouraging words from pastors. Um, it's actually very interesting that um, maybe first on the technical side before on the spiritual. Um, on the technical side, we <laughs> noticed a lot of pastors were saying, man, we had to navigate new mm, waters. Mm, um, mm. Just in terms of... Um, Having to learn how to use technology, streaming, yeah. streaming, having to preach in front of a camera, which yeah. I must confess is one ah. of the hardest things because yep. all I'm hearing is my voice yep. bouncing off walls <laughs> and, and all I usually had was costed. <laughs> 
just staring I mean, at do his Do you screen. really want to look and stare at this one person? And, I mean, look, now that we're venting, Costin <laughs> doesn't, he doesn't even give me any affirmation. Like, he amen. Know, like, give you an amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so pastors, uh, we're with you. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting season. I mean, Isaac carried a lot of that load for us here at Central, um, uh, tagging Carsten along with him, just really uh, moving us to becoming better and uh, uh, being excellent in what we produce um, on the on the online stream. Mm. I mean, it's very interesting from where we started. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to now. the first service when we first started to where we are now guys um yeah god god was indeed gracious absolutely um, he yeah. he gave us much wisdom um, but i think most importantly god provided mm. um, in ways yeah. that um man yeah. i i cannot explain i mean mm. going online not a lot of people talk about this but it's mm. expensive mm. Um, yeah. just streaming and and trying to equipment. stream well yeah. getting equipment mm-hmm. is an expensive mm. ask and and mm. i think i just want to stop right yeah. now and just say god we thank you yeah, thank you for providing you, providing the means yeah. uh providing the technology that we yeah. needed and also praise god for the reach i mean we were mm. reaching more people mm. um than we 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 usually get on a Sunday. We were mm. reaching people as far as New Zealand and London and Australia. Um, we had we were getting random people in our in our inboxes asking for prayers. Which there was, was one person from Dubai, I think. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I mean, we were very missional. Yeah. <laughs> so so no, it was it was a really yeah. encouraging season. Yeah. You know, we asked different parts, but we didn't yeah. ask Isaac. I, I was no, I was gonna <laughs> start with you, Joe. What have you learned? In this last year, brother. You know what I what I learned um, during COVID was I think I think two things. Um, I might forget the second one, so I'll start to just one thing. Um, we just th- said one, <laughs> bro. See now, see what I mean about pastors. I'm sorry, Anyways, I'm one of them. It's fine. But <laughs> you know, I I was really encouraged to see God shutting off the noise to the point where the only thing that remained standing was God. Um, he sure. shut everything down. We lost hope in all the things that we could see as secure. Mm. Uh, the economy became very shaky. Jobs became shaky. Mm. Um, our health was 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 now at risk. Our family's health mm. was now at, at, at risk. Mm. Um, we knew that death is always knocking on the door, but now it felt like it made it into the house. Mm. Mm. Um, so a lot of our securities were really shaken to the point where the only thing that was unchanged was God. Mm, sure. And I think I was really encouraged to see that it's best to place our hope in God. He is mm. um, our sure peace, is our firm foundation. Amen. There is no joy outside of God um, in the finished work of Jesus Christ who allows us to be adopted as sons, mm. to be able to cry out to God as Father in mm. our time of need. And I mm. think... It was really helpful for me to know that with everything being stripped away, I can still cry out to my father and he's there. Mm. I mean, and it's been amazing that even in the midst of, of the pandemic, when the noise has been shut out, when God is now louder than ever before, mm. I was also being able to see his provident hand mm. just working things out for his good. Uh, so notice I squeezed the two things in there already. <laughs> um, so I was just very encouraged um, yeah. just to, to see God clearer mm. because the noise was turned down. Sure, sure. Yeah, for me, I think the the biggest lesson, and after the hard lockdowns, um, I try to uh, go visit every Mondays uh, some of our older members in Glenhaven or Haven Village. And um, I think what what was a big lesson is the the value of fellowship and community. Um mm. Uh, some of our members really struggled just being alone, sure. um, and and we don't we don't often realize how important is the presence of people, but not just any people, beloved mm. members, beloved sure. uh, brothers and sisters in Amen. Christ, and so the value of that um, for me was a highlight. Uh, it, it certainly my mind grew in in terms of. Man, what what a difference it is! 
So, so Carsten's yeah. phone just yeah. started speaking to no, us. I mean, um, he preached on Sunday. Uh, so I think he's hinting to our <laughs> listeners to go and listen to his, to his sermon on Sunday because uh, it just started playing here in the, in the background. So I think, you know, you guys go listen to the sermon mm. this past Sunday. It was a very good sermon. Uh, sure. So, yeah, sure. there we go. There we go, Carson. Thanks, we, got, Carson. we got the hint. We got the hint. <laughs> um, so yeah, just for me, the the value of of community mm. and 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 presence and yeah, Zoom, it's wonderful, but ah, blah, it's not the same, and it's it's not the gathering. It's not the gathering. No. So um, yeah, that for me was a highlight. So so I was I was encouraged by um, a verse um, that I subsequently just just sent to our senior pastor, just thinking. Um, you know, I was encouraged by it. Um, and I mean, our senior pastor does a lot. I mean, God uses him mm, a lot here mm. at Central. And I thought um, this, this as I was listening to this, I was like, man, he preached through Hebrews. But this would be a, just a good reminder to him. Um, mm. So I want to share it with, if there's a pastor listening to this, please be encouraged again. Mm. Um, Hebrews 6 verse 10, For God is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints as you still do. Mm. Um, so if you're a pastor listening to this as you've been slogging, mm. you know, trying to get through the the rough and even muddied mm. waters uh, mm. of COVID-19. Um, and you, you're sort of feeling like you're almost through mm. uh, that season. Just be encouraged mm. that God is not unjust to overlook the work that you have done faithfully for his name mm. and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints. Um, and I like the end there. It says, as you still do. Mm. Um, so, so keep working, yeah. keep being faithful to God. Um, as you're faithful to God, know that God remains faithful as well because mm. that's his character. Yeah. And then the second question that we asked the, the pastors was regarding assemblies. You know, there is mm. a lot of, um, uh, yeah, there has been a lot of assemblies over the years. And what was the memorable moment uh, that happened at any assembly? So here are some of the things. But before that, Jeff was going to say something. I just wanted to say, it, it, it <laughs> I wanted to say, you know, it would be, it would be so much easier um, to ask past to ask pastors, um, what's one negative thing you remember from Nestle? Yeah, <laughs> because naturally, as people, we're very critical. So mm. um, it's easier to remember. Oh, the mic was not working at, at, at 1993, <laughs> and then in the 2001 <laughs> assembly, there was a leak through the roof. In 2002, the food was not cooked well. That stuff is easier to remember. Uh, but because the theme was rebuild, uh, we mm. thought it would be helpful just to hear some some good memories um, from assemblies gone by. Uh, many of the pastors shared the um, encouragement from this assembly, mm. um, but we were able to hear from uh, some of the more seasoned assembly members on what God has done in the past. So do listen in and enjoy. My fondest memory and I might get fired for this, is from the 2019 assembly uh, with a whole bunch of senior pastors bunking a, quite a lot of sessions and going to Burger King um, <laughs> and, and just having a good time there. <laughs> uh, but actually, from my, my fondest memory has been this assembly. This assembly, the, the attitude and, and the... the um, the grace in which people have accepted each other and their differences at this assembly has stood out in such an incredible way. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was fun bunking, but now there's no reason to bunk. It's cool. Because it's, it's been such a great time. It's cool. Look, I, I think um, I'm happy with the uh, position of the NLC, accepting the 27 statement of faith as one of the statements. Um, better but I think it's a compromise which um, seeks to unite and uh, to recognize that there are others who are still holding on to the 1934 and others who are holding to the 2017 so I hope statements become uh, acceptable and Without taking away good coffee, yeah, sure. mm. good food, mm. and very helpful conversations around the uh, outside of the session. Uh, 
Right, my fondest memory of attending in the past. I always think Baptist assemblies are a little bit like Christmas with family. Uh, you maybe don't see the family the whole year, sure. but for Christmas you see them. That's and cool. then you've got your awkward uncle <laughs> and your wonderful uh, aunt. Awkward uncle, you have to learn to love again every year. It's cool. The awkward, you know, the wonderful aunt makes it all worth it. Sure. So my fondest memory is just uh, sure. being able to be built up. I think this has been one of those assemblies where we've really been built up. Lots of spiritual input, mm. and I'm really grateful in this COVID crisis. What's the highlight of the BU? I think a couple of nights ago, it's singing bread is our faithfulness. Sure. I love the old hymns. I was just so refreshed and so blessed by that, hearing the guys sing. Yeah. My fondest memory is hanging out with my friends, oh. playing with Isaac again on stage cool. uh, in the worship team. Sure. Um, Isaac used to laugh at me when we used to play together at college. He used to laugh at how excited I used to get with certain songs. Sure. But um, but to be honest with you, just, just to um, the community sure. um, mm. and um, and just having good conversations uh, about ministry. It's just been amazing. Sure. Yeah. Amen. Amen. When I think of assembly, I think of years. Um, Back, I think of the likes of um, Jeffrey James, who was an elderly man from Finders Baptist Church, and uh, Chris Barnell, who was um, uh, just a mighty man of, of God, and and how um, on the assembly floor they would often take opposing positions and opposing viewpoints, but how it was done in such grace and with laughter and with conviction for sure but with um, with laughter and with, and with a sense of of unity and i think that's kind of come back for me this assembly and that's been such a joy to see again and i think just that a diversity of opinion diversity of people um, and hearing those and, and, and myself and my life being honed as a result of that as well has been has been um, such such a blessing to me um for me has been a a highlight um, one once one particular statement by those who are putting themselves a pastoral support team that they regard the pastors to be it's a gender neutral um, uh, position uh, I regard that to be a direct attack to the scriptures um, to the so-called pastoral support they don't understand who a pastor is from a biblical standpoint for me that that's that's a highlight um the fact that we continue to digress um yeah and pursue the perceived um maybe call it unity but uh, just to understand as to what's of importance, I guess it's no longer important anymore. So it's, it's, it's good, <laughs> uh, but that stands out for me. Sure. That stands out. I think my first assembly was in 2011, and at that assembly I met a group of guys, Rocky Stevenson, Malcolm Cullinan, um, Ian Stewart, Grant uh, Stevens, yeah, I've definitely left out some of those, some of the names. But the fact that I met with those at that assembly, they've become fast friends for the last few years. And those friendships have grown, and we have faced kind of theological debates together, and voted together, and enjoyed lots of coffee together, and late nights talking about theology together. And uh, so I'd say the, the best part of the assembly for me is working on board I think for me the greatest joy in the assembly mm. when I first became the general secretary that was probably some 19 years ago sure. the assembly was dominated by uh, one culture group which at the time was basically the white community sure for me the greatest joy at any assembly even this one is to see the Baptist Union consisting of all cultures in our country, all languages in our country, and seeing people of all cultures come together in unity. So even though I'm not talking about uniformity, but I'm talking about 
unity, just mm. accepting each other, regardless of our differences, regardless of our different culture. Uh, for me, there is only one culture in Christ. We are going to start in two minutes. And God is no respecter of any culture. God is super. Time flies. And so I say to people, you know, when you talk, don't just. If you can make your way back into the hall, please start in two minutes. He says, because we need to talk about the new culture. And I think for me, that's the greatest joy. Seeing those who are from first world, third world, mm. you know, strong churches, well of churches, poorer churches, struggling mm. churches, but all coming together sure. for fellowship mm. in the Lord and respecting each others as brothers and sisters in Christ mm. and all belonging to the Baptist family. Amen. Well, I've attended quite a number of assembly, assembly meetings, but for, for me, this one has been really outstanding. Outstanding in the fact that like I said earlier on, we 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 were once again uh, conscientized that we we are different. But the difference here is that that has been done in a nice spirit. Uh, there's been a, a, a spirit of acknowledging one, I mean, each, each other, and and also to a certain extent accepting one another. So I'm I've learned that. We, it can it can be possible. We can work together. We, we can plant churches ch ch together, <laughs> in spite of all other things that we, we don't see different. We see different. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, my greatest memory, um, sure, a few years ago, mm -hmm. when we started seeing young men coming to the ministry. For years, we have been accepting people over 14. But to see 25, 28 coming to the meeting, I remember the first uh, the, 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 the one assembly in particular when we accepted young men into the ministry, which was exciting to me to see five, eight, nine young people coming to the ministry. We were questioning, are they going to make it? But some of them are here, they made it. Well, there was, there was some interesting stuff yeah, there. There was some interesting stuff. Different. Yeah. There were different views, um, but some, some well, majority of them were, were were really good and very encouraging to hear. Mm. But I don't know if I don't know. I want I want to put you on the spot, but I also don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> Whilst we're interviewing people, I, I said to Isaac, "Don't tell us your story now," because Isaac said he has a nice story. Uh, I was like, "Let's I save it for today." And I I can't believe I thought someone is gonna mention, but I, anyways, it was it's very vivid memory. <laughs> Um, I actually don't remember which year it was. Uh, it, it could have been 2017, 2016. Hmm. Um, not not quite sure. It was in Cape Town, um, and um, Angelo Skippers, Reverend Angelo Skippers, he had uh, invited a member of uh, the Kenyan Baptists. Uh, they had sent a representative. Uh, the Kenyan Baptist Convention or Union, uh, and he was from that um, Kenyan tribe that jumps. Oh wow! You know, you know those yeah, guys yeah, yeah, yeah. that jump really, really. <laughs> so then they ask him to jump there on stage. So he starts no jumping really high, and then <laughs> they ask Angelo to start <laughs> jumping as well. So Angelo is trying to jump next to this guy who's jumping really, really high. And then um and Angelo, I mean he was <laughs> um some uh, and so like obviously if you jump you know your pants might <laughs> No No, calm down. It's not <laughs> But anyways, he was struggling to, you know, uh, hold up his his pants. So Nelson Abraham, you know, uh, the late Reverend Nelson Abraham was very close to Angelo. He just stands up, goes behind <laughs> Angelo and kind of uh, holding his pants. Oh, man. And But their friendship was so close that, you know, he had no issue. <laughs> and uh, that was a, a memorable time. 
at the assembly. Yeah, I was surprised. Come on, guys, this was so memorable. How, how come nobody mentioned oh, this? Man. You know, well, uh, how was not yeah. there? Oh, dude, was it was a scene and a half. Let me tell you. Yeah. Oh, dude, and, and I'm almost certain that no one recorded this thing because mm, ah, yeah. sure. Yeah. But Ahmed, you know, it's one thing that was encouraging to hear is that. There was some good partnerships, well, friendships which have led to good partnerships, mm. which have come up of come out of a lot of assemblies, yeah, yeah. Um, just through networking. You know, mm. people meeting pastors for the same time. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of people saying being a pastor can be very lonely, and pastors have met other pastors in the area that they didn't mm. know about mm. or they knew but didn't have a really good relationship. Um, and then from the assembly, the relationship really blossomed mm. and they just established a good friendship, which yeah. has led to some good partnerships moving yeah, forward. Yeah. Now, Jabba, what, what does one of your... How, how many assemblies have you attended? I've only this been to two. So two. I, I this was your second much. one. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot. I, I just think, look, the um, this assembly... No, actually, <laughs> um, the, the last assembly, um, my first memory is this is my first assembly and it was very long. <laughs> um, sure, because they were still doing all the reports one by one um, in detail. Some people would just go on and on <laughs> and on <laughs> and on. <laughs> um, but I, I do actually remember, I mean, the last assembly, what was a highlight for me was just what the Lord was doing in the prison ministry. Okay. Um, I remember the the, the report from mm. I think there was a missionary who was mm. doing some work in the prisons who mm. was just sharing what God was doing there, sure. um, and that for me was like really really encouraging yeah. um, because in high school we used to go to we had we had excursions to mm. prisons because um, mm. they were trying to scare us mm. um, to not do crime because these cha- these chaps are waiting for us <laughs> in the prison cell. <laughs> so so it was very encouraging just to. Um, just to see yeah. what what God is doing there, um, and just uh, you know the 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 prison systems in South Africa are called recreational centers, and where the sure. whole point is you go into prison to come out a better person, mm. um, which there is a little bit of success but not holistic success, mm. and um, and we mm. um, we haven't spoken about this, but I know mm. we both believe mm. that the only way to get real. Um, mm change is through the gospel yeah, so yeah. it's been it's been really it that for me was really encouraging to see what mm. god was doing mm. um in 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 the lives yeah. of of the people and just using this missionary that's cool so it was our media guy carson's first assembly so carson what was your impression your first baptist assembly I thought it was good. It was well, 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 sorry, whoa, whoa. sorry. Can we introduce Carsten to our listeners? This is the man who helps us get across to you as clear as we can. Um, he does all the editing. He sits through all our episodes. Um, so this is the man. Uh, we have to officially uh, say thanks to him for all that he does. Um, and now he finally gets to get behind the mic. So yeah, go. It's not my first time behind the mic. I got to pray before. Oh, <laughs> No, I think it was good. I think it was a really good experience. I think for me, the, the highlight was really getting to talk to a bunch of the, the pastors. And uh, I think that's one thing we don't get enough of in a local church context is being able to um, talk to a bunch of the senior pastors running other churches, seeing what they're going through, how they're dealing with separate things, their opinions on things. Um, I think often, often it can feel like in a church you're standing on a, an island um, and it was really, really good for me just to have those conversations, especially as a young person coming into ministry, um, and really just to see how these guys are often just normal people. Mm. Um, I think we can really <laughs> elevate people, but people are just normal people. Sure. Um, so it was really, really good to have that, and I think it was um, just an overall really good experience to be there. Um, yeah, definitely would uh, encourage people, if you want to get food, go there. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, it was a really, really beneficial experience, I think, to, to be present, to see uh, what it looks like to be in a Baptist community, a Baptist uh, concept, uh, but even just to see the disagreements that happen between churches, uh, that there's such a variety of views that can even come up, even if you're a part of a grouping like the Baptist Union. Um, and so, yeah, definitely was a, a blessed experience, but hopefully there'll be more controversy in years to come. <laughs> <laughs> now, on that con- controversy note, um, moving on to the... Baptist Assembly Rebuild 2021. Um, 
firstly, the service was absolutely yeah. amazing. We really need to take our heads off to Eastside oh, Community man. Church. Um, shout out to them. You guys did an amazing job. Sure. Like, it was so smoothly. Oh, like, I, I've attended to a number of assemblies and, you know, the the service... Like, I have never experienced what I experienced there at this site. The service and the volunteers were superb. Um, they were always ready and smiling, proactive. Sure. You know, before you finishing your lunch, they already coming to yes. grab, <laughs> your, yes. you yes. know, the, the rubbish. And, and it was the service was really amazing and i mean there's no doubt i mean i've done that sort of work before serving other people washing dishes you get so tired mm. that that you become vulnerable to sin mm. and it's um, excuse me and it's so it's so easy to to just have a temper and an attitude mm, mm. man they served with so much grace yeah. Yeah. Um, they they really were aiming for yeah. excellence mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and i really want to yeah. You know, tip my hat to them and say we, we really appreciate excuse me, your 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 service and yeah. just just how God used yeah. you guys to really yeah. encourage pastors. I think yeah. it was really good. No, it does. And I mean I also wanna take my hat off uh for to Mark, Mark Odendal, mm. who is a friend of mine, but he in terms of media, this assembly was sure. kind of a uh historic assembly because it was yes. done hybrid yes. uh with people in the room and online and i i know with the journey i've been going through covid and trying to get things streaming and all of that and with voting and mm. all of that amendments being done so and then you, you have to change uh, so uh the their media guys as well was uh they were amazing so a really, uh, really great stuff in, in that side of things, yeah. It was good. Um, so I think overall, uh, when we, we we look at um, the, the the votes, uh, I think we had five things that were tabled. Mm -hmm. um, five motions, yeah. And of the five motions, one was substituted from a motion to a report. Mm -hmm. um, and there were two, two places of possible contention, mm -hmm. uh, which was the new structure, Mm -hmm. um, which we were really just voting for bylaws because the structure was already voted in and was mm -hmm. being implemented. Mm -hmm. um, and the second thing was the statement of faith. So these were two mm -hmm. sticky areas in the assembly. Mm. Um, uh, if we think about it as a boxing match, this was the, these are the main <laughs> events. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what people were really yeah. coming for. Yeah. Um, so I think it was, it was very helpful to... Mm. To, to to turn the motion of the statement of faith into a discussion mm -hmm. because discussion has been halted for two years. Yep, yep. Um, been shut down. It's just been shut down mm -hmm. where there's been uh, votes to suppress. Yep. And for the first time now, the the, the mm -hmm. floor was opened yeah. for, for, for clear discussion. Yeah. And they allocated a, a lot of time to it, a which is unheard of. You yes. know, some of the assemblies, it's just been pushed to the last... Yep. Yeah, thing, yep. and and you know when everyone is gone, then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can do this. Yeah, thing. then yeah, so it was really great. Yeah. And I think what 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 it helped with as well was clarity. I think mm -hmm. there's there were few pastors who were able to say, um, I know people think this of me, but this is where I stand. Mm. Um, which opened door for 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 discussion where we, we a lot of people just realized that. It's just a lot of miscommunication. We actually mm. are in the same camp, um, mm. but there's just been a lot of miscommunication. And um, mm. <sighs> the, other, the other thing regarding um, the statement of faith that for me was a huge step in the right direction was that the NLC, in other words, the leadership um, of the Baptist Union, stated clearly mm. that they uh, still stand on on the position that was tabled in 1990, that scripture is without any mixture of error. Yes. So I, th I thought that was huge. Yes. I thought that was good yep. that they are m saying, communicating, this is where we stand, yeah. which uh, previously hadn't been uh, stated. clearly stated. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, we've been going through the 2017 because we've adopted as a church. And if mm -hmm. you just listen to a few episodes back, mm -hmm. you'll see we've been uh, just journeying through the 2017. Mm -hmm. 
but it was also good to hear the NLC clearly state that they approve. Um, and I think w- one yeah. of the questions that they were pushed to ask is, do you, uh, what's that word? Um, endorse. Endorse, endorse. yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and the NLC just kept saying, we approve, we approve, <laughs> um, which, which we will take. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, well, and both for, for churches and associations, yes. which uh, was also a good thing. Yes, yes, because the, the other point of clarity was that um, there, was, there was clarity given that the 2017 does not contradict the 1924, mm-hmm. but instead gives more clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, now, talk about clarity. Um, <laughs> the, 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 I mean, our, our, our job on, on this podcast is to be as honest as we can. And there's yeah. many moments where we share our own opinions, which, mm-hmm. which, which is okay. So mm-hmm. it's okay for people to disagree with us. Yeah. But there were a few moments of contention in the assembly where we were a bit discouraged. So we had two speakers specifically, which, which we felt um, when were, were not necessary considering... Um, the gifting we had in the room. Mm. You know, we had an assembly filled with pastors who love the word of mm. God, and yet we went and we fetched, some, we went and fetched somebody who was outside of our fold mm. to come and encourage us. Mm. Um, and, and even within that encouragement, you know, there was some question with the, mm. with the um, hermeneutic, <laughs> the hermeneutic yeah. that was exercised um, yeah. and, and, and questions on eisegesis of the text, yeah. which, which was a, a disappointing way to start off mm. what is supposed to be a rebuilding assembly, mm. Um, mm. In, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the, the uh, again, um, please don't hear us with, if you disagree, it's, it's okay. But, um, you know, service was good and everything um, mm. was well. I think it could have been, a, uh, um, in terms of speakers, um, the, like, I think overall Baptist pastors are, and Baptists are called people of the book, mm. uh, just in terms of, even if it's not from our denomination, but yeah. someone just sharing solid biblical yep. uh, teaching, I think that would, in my opinion, would have been a bit more beneficial. Yeah. Um, and and we, we can, you know, unite better in a sense, like yeah, the word being... Clearly, expository. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, taught and uh, there. There were some of the g- devotions that was uh, good, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're not, we're not talking the about the whole thing, yes. you know. Don't um, throw the baby out of yeah, the bathwater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and, and I mean, and just to also be be saying that this is not particular. I think this point in terms of getting speakers. I think. Personally, uh, having gone through a, th- a few assemblies, uh, the BU hasn't been the greatest <laughs> at choosing speakers. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember a, a particular assembly where the guy that they got said how the pastor should be, you know, reading Black Liberation theology sure. and 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 in order, and equipping your your younger people. <sighs> You know, and I'm like, oh, dude, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, so, so in terms, of, so I'm not, I don't think it's it's particularly of this assembly. Yeah. The BU hasn't always been great as yeah. at getting um, the best speakers, but overall, it's just a, a very positive assembly it for was. sure. It was. I mean, we 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 just want to be honest as we. Um, just share overall about the assembly. Um, we we thought it was was really good, very encouraging. Um, mm. it w- obviously, everything has its flaws. Um, mm-hmm. So I think our, our yeah uh, the 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 biggest um, bug in the soup <laughs> was was just a, a few choices of speakers. And um, I think as well, one thing that shook me as well was just the <laughs> we had some women pastors. Um, which was interesting for me, um, mm. just because uh, I'm unapologetically a complementarian, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> and I think Scripture is clear in terms yeah. of um, who's to be leading the home and who's to be leading the church. I think we yeah. we've had an episode yeah, on yeah. already. Yeah. Um, so if you want to know where we stand, just listen a few episodes back. Yeah. Um, so that to me was just a bit interesting <laughs> to, to to keep it political. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
but but yeah, I mean, just just to just to be completely honest, I I thought that was definitely a span in the works. Um, but again, it was a good assembly. We are grateful to yeah. God that we could attend. Absolutely. Um, yeah. we hope as 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 you joined us listening in this episode. Um, the real emphasis of this episode is for you to listen to the pastors give their feedback. So we hope you are encouraged by that. Um, we've given a a, a a little bit of feedback on on what our thoughts were. Um, so we trust that you are encouraged. In fact, you can even go and go on YouTube and you'll find the assemblies actually up there. If you just go on YouTube, you go to Baptist Assembly. Baptist Union Assembly, uh, 2021. You actually will find the whole thing there. Ooh, one highlight for this year, and we're done because Isaac has to leave. Just so you guys know, <laughs> Isaac is is the thorn in this podcast's flesh. Mm, <laughs> yes, you know. <laughs> but that's another episode. I'm just, yeah. Let's not get into that. We we'll, should, we should have de- <laughs> We should have an official debate. <laughs> <laughs> we should just dedicate an episode. Yeah, yeah. on how you are a thorn to this episode, to this podcast. And flesh. how how you are a thorn to this. <laughs> that that should be Carson will be our moderator and then we will <laughs> five minutes opening statements then cross examination <laughs> we should cover a 30 minute episode right? come on um, but one thing that was very encouraging was um, and, and I'll end with this because Isaac has to leave, honestly. <laughs> but but it was the BTC yes oh, presentation, dude. the celebration of That's the right. years. Yeah, was amazing. Oh man, that was oh, a really great. So highlight. encouraging. Yeah, the video and the singing, the quality, oh. the quality oh, of the presentation. And one of the girls did a spoken word. Wow, you. I've actually asked for it because it is so, so good. good. It so, was really good. So good. Um, yeah, we thoroughly enjoyed it. That's definitely was. I think it was a highlight for me as 100%. well. Really good. It was so. really good. Very encouraging. Um, and when you talk Baptist um, Union, you talk BTC as well. BTC, uh, by the way, for those that don't know, sorry. is referring to Baptist Theological College. That's right. That's where I graduated. Karsten is busy with it. All right, moving right along. (laughs) 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 Anyway, thanks everyone for joining in um, this upon this episode. We trust that um, the Lord bless you and keep you, and may He have His face shine upon you. We live in a day where we think that in order to be relevant to our culture, we must be like our culture. We live in a day where we think in order for the gospel to be relevant, we must somehow adapt it to the culture and nothing on the face of the earth or in the bowels of hell could be further from the truth. We are relevant not because we are like our culture, we are relevant because we are absolutely different. And our gospel has power not because it is acceptable to carnal men, our gospel has power because it is a scandal to men. Thank you for joining the Theology Alive podcast. Please subscribe and share. Later. So our podcast has been interrupted by some technical issues. Hang on there for the end break.